welcome to the Hope and Coffee podcast, episode 5 of season 3, with me, Rob Linzel. And today we're going to start by looking at Isaiah chapter 6, verse 3. They were calling out to each other, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of heaven's armies. The whole earth is filled with his glory. So today, as we continue on this journey looking at angels, I want to look at the ministry of angels. What exactly do they do? Now, to be fair, I did already touch on this in part in yesterday's episode of Hope and Coffee, but I want to go deeper still. Now, the first ministry angels have, why they were created, is towards God. Angels were made to worship God, as we see here in Isaiah chapter 6, which has become part of the liturgy within the church. Holy, holy is the Lord Almighty, the whole earth is full of his glory. Now, the liturgy version that we all know and love is slightly different. It says, Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. And it always takes me back to my school days and sitting in assembly. Once a month, we had a Holy Communion service and we had to say this. Of course, it is widely used by the church now. Um, but of course, this is commonly used during the communion, as I said, within the church, uh, within schools and other places when communion is taken. And the people all say this together. And when we say it, we are repeating what the angels say. Now, that's pretty exciting. In fact, now that it's in context for me, it has actually become far more exciting for me when we do this. Uh, to be saying what the angels said, that we are worshipping God the same way the angels did. But going back to angels being made to worship God, we see it again in Revelations chapter 4 verse 8 and in Revelations chapter 5 verses 9 and 12. However, beyond being made to worship God as we were, Angels were also made to serve God, again, like we are. The angels serve many functions for God, uh, priestly duties, messengers, and varying other ministries they have. When we look at Hebrews chapter 1 verse 7, it speaks of God making his angels spirits and his servants flames of fire. Now, what are the priestly duties if not to serve God to do his bidding and again in Psalm 103 verse 20 it says praise the Lord you his angels you mighty ones who do his bidding who obey his word again the do God's bidding obey his word and if we look at Luke chapter 1 verse 19 it says the angel said to him I am Gabriel I stand here in the presence of God, and I have been sent to speak to you and tell you his good news. Angels deliver messages. Just as church leaders, priests, and ministers, pastors, they're there to give the word of God, not just to us, but to all people, as we are. We are all priestly in our own right. We are all 
charged with going out and sharing God's word. Of course, is not bringing God's message to the people part of everything we stand for? As I said, the priests, the ministers, the pastors, even we as a congregation are meant to give God's word to the people. So let us look now together at Luke chapter 1 verses 26 to 30. In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a village in Galilee, to a virgin named Mary. She was engaged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of King David. Gabriel appeared to her and said, Greetings, favoured woman, the Lord is with you. Confused and disturbed, Mary tried to think what the angel could mean. Don't be afraid, Mary, the angel told her, for you have found favour with God. Now the angels also ministered at Christ, as we see here at the start of the story of Jesus. Before Jesus was born of man, God sent Gabriel with the news to tell Mary a prediction, if you like, of Christ. And again in Luke chapter 2 verses 8 to 16, an angel appears to the shepherds to bring them the news of Jesus. Angels laying the foundation for his birth, his ministry. And of course we see again angels worshipping God. The angels also minister to Jesus during his life. In Matthew chapter 2 verse 13 it says, When they had gone, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream. Get up, he said, take the child and his mother and escape to Egypt. Stay there until I tell you, for Herod is going to search for the child to kill him. Now, this is Joseph who married Jesus' mother, not the Joseph of the dream variety. And God sent an angel to warn Joseph to protect Jesus. And again, at the start of his ministry, the angels attend Jesus. In Matthew chapter 6, we join Jesus at the end of his 40 days and 40 nights in the wilderness. And the devil is trying to tempt him, but Jesus sends him away. Then in verse 11 it says, Then the devil left him, and angels came and attended him. See how the angels minister to Jesus. They attend him after his 40 days and 40 nights in the wilderness and having just been tempted by Satan himself. And yet again, in Luke chapter 22, verses 42 to 43, it says, Father, if you are willing, take this cup from me, Yet not my will, but yours be done. An angel from heaven appeared to him and strengthened him. Now even at the end of his earthly ministry, the angels still ministered to Jesus. The angels came to Jesus and strengthened him in his hour of need. So we start to get the picture that angels have many roles, many ministries. They serve God. They minister to Jesus and minister to us. They bring us messages. They fight on our behalf. They protect us. As I touched on the other day in Matthew 28 verses 1 to 6, angels minister to Jesus in the resurrection. It is an angel who announces he is alive. And Jesus later appears to his disciples before ascending into heaven. And in Matthew 25 verse 31, we see the angels will 
minister in the second coming and all the angels with him it talks about all the angels coming down with Jesus gathering up the believers who are still on earth and bringing all the believers who have previously passed away and gone to heaven and we are all reunited but let's look further still and let's look at Hebrews chapter 1 verse 14 Was there the angels then? They are spirits who serve God and are sent by him to help those who are to receive salvation Angels are sent to serve us They are here to minister to us to watch over us and protect us Why? Because angels love us like God loves us if we look at Daniel chapter 10 verse 11, an angel speaks to Daniel and says, Daniel, you who are highly esteemed, he is highly esteemed, he is loved because he is humbled before God. And if we humble ourselves before God, if we serve and obey God, he will send his angels to us to minister and to guide. Now, if we look at Acts chapter 8 verse 26, it says, now an angel of the Lord said to Philip, Go south to the road, the desert road, that goes down from Jerusalem to Gaza. And if we look at Acts 10, verses 3 to 6, we see an angel appear to Cornelius and tells him to send men to Joppa to bring back Peter. Now these are just two examples of angels guiding, but they do so much more and in varying different ways. But angels also provide. Let's look together at Psalm 78 verses 23 to 25. But he commanded the skies to open. He opened the doors of heaven. He rained down manna for them to eat. He gave them bread from heaven. They ate the food of angels. God gave them all they could hold. Now angels don't just minister and provide for our spiritual needs. They also provide our physical needs. In Psalm 78 we see angels rain down manna and the people ate. But again in 1 Kings chapter 19 verses 4 to 8 an angel provides for Elijah when he is fleeing for his life. He stops to rest under a broom bush and is ready to die. Yet an angel touches him and says get up and eat. And there by his head was fresh bread. It's so hard to fathom so much. This topic truly is huge. Yet I do feel that I've made some progress in my own journey and in exploring this topic through Hope and Coffee. But I also feel it is time to pause for another breath so we don't become overloaded. Yet let us not forget what we have looked at so far as we begin to get closer to the end than to the beginning. And as always, I'm going to leave with a challenge. And the challenge is this. As you've been listening to this series on angels, I've set varying challenges. But today I'm going to say, ask God to reveal the truth of angels to you. Because we are now getting closer to the end as I break down this extraordinary topic that I've heard very little about over my time 30 years as a Christian 
and not much of that has been hearing about angels or the spiritual realms. So ask God to reveal it to you, not just through me, but through others. Let us pray. Father God, I thank you for your angels, for the spiritual realms, and I thank you that you have put it on my heart to talk about it, to share my research and my own experiences with my brothers and sisters in Christ. And as I get closer to rounding up this subject of angels, I just pray that you would reveal the mystery of angels and the spiritual realms to my brothers and sisters in Christ, not just through me, but through others, that there would be either talks at their churches, on the online church, uh, when they visit on a Sunday, or through other friends, or just through conversations they have. Lord, let us all discover your angels and the spiritual realms in our own way, but let us discover them, let us hear about them, let them become part of our story as they should be. In Jesus' name, Amen.